In the six days of creation, God created everything from nothing. This is a fact that is seemingly impossible to wrap our minds around. And when God creates the light, the dark, the sun, the moon, the stars in the sky, the seas and the oceans, the land, the trees, the fish, the birds, and the beasts, sacred scripture tells us that God saw what he had made and it was good. Then on the sixth day, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In his own image, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Looking upon everything that he had made, God looked at creation and behold, it was very good. Creation was changed when God made man and woman and inserted them into his divine plan. Going from good to very good in the sight of God. As we hear from sacred scripture, man, the reflection of God himself, is changed when from his side was created woman. It was not good for the man to be alone, God says when he looked upon Adam in the garden. Looking at the man and seeing his own divine reflection in him, he sees that Adam is missing something. And it's not the wild animals or the birds of the air. None of these prove to be a partner like himself, one that would be his help and support. So God cast Adam into a deep sleep, takes from Adam a rib and creates from him a woman, not a bone from Adam's foot, showing that Adam has dominion over Eve, not a part of Adam's skull to show that Eve has dominion over Adam, but from his rib, a bone which protects the heart to show that they are equals. And when Adam wakes up and sees Eve, of course he sees someone else, another person, a beautiful work of God's handiwork before his eyes, And what Adam says when he wakes up, this one at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. Just as God looked down upon Adam and saw a reflection of himself, Adam looks at Eve and he too sees himself in her. She is the one. She is the suitable partner, the helper fit for Adam to do what Adam was created to do, be like God, that is, to love. As the prophet Tobit says of this amazing fact, not because of lust does Adam take her, but for a more noble purpose. And that more noble purpose is to love. And so it is, 
with the creation of Eve, creation goes from good to very good, as man is now able to love as God loves in the sacrament of marriage. Marriage is a life-changing blessing. It's a gift from God. What a blessing marriage is to families as they celebrate their children, leave home, discover their vocation, and start families of their own. God's family is built up through the love of husband and wife. And God rejoices in this good. The beauty of marital love is why marriages in difficulty are so dramatic and tragic. Something that is now one flesh is trying to pull itself apart. In the difficult moments, it's important to remember not just the emotions of first love, but the fact that God has joined man and woman and promised to help them remain united. Today's gospel, our Lord teaches us about marriage in response to some sticky questions posed by the Pharisees about divorce. The Pharisees in Jesus' time were debating when divorce should be allowed, for just a serious reason or for less serious reasons also. Jesus responded that neither perspective was correct. Divorce was not part of God's plan from the beginning. God called man and woman to become one, and he promised to help them with that, with his grace. Marriage is a blessing, a gift from God, but it's not easy. It takes faith in God, prayer, and self-sacrifice. Do you remember Sarah in the book of Tobit? She had some trouble getting married. As the story goes, she married seven different times. Each time, the man she had married died on their wedding night. Can you imagine that? A demon was really to blame. But people around her blamed Sarah. Their suspicious approach made her life miserable. They even accused her of sabotaging her chances for marriage. Then Tobias meets her and they fall in love. Naturally, he's hesitant about marrying her. He's heard the stories. But his traveling companion, Azarias, who happens to be the angel Raphael in disguise, tells him how to drive away the demon. So they marry, and Tobias and Sarah spend their wedding night in prayer. They prayed that the Lord bless them with old age together, since they were marrying not out of lust, but because marriage was part of God's plan for them. Their beautiful prayer is an inspiration for married couples still today. Here's their prayer. Blessed are you, O God of our ancestors. Blessed be your name forever and ever. Let the heavens and all your creation bless you forever. You made Adam and you made his wife Eve to be his helper and support. And from these two, the human race has come. You said it is not good for the man to be alone. Let us make him a helper like himself. Now, not with lust, but with fidelity, I take this kinswoman as my wife. 
Send down your mercy on me and on her, and grant that we may grow old together. Bless us with children. And together they said, Amen, Amen. Marriage is about helping your spouse to become a saint. Let's pray for marriages today, asking that God bless them with holiness and grace.